Hello, welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Shut Up and Listen with your two favorite hosts, Abdel and Irene. And um, can you believe it? This week is going to mark our one month of starting this podcast. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Aren't you guys so proud of us? Like, we've gotten millions of viewers. You guys just keep flooding in. <laughs> Please, no pictures, no pictures. TMZ is knocking knocking my door as we speak. (laughs) But anyway, thank you guys so much for the support and love. We mean it so so much, so much. We, um, it means so much to us, you know? Yeah, honestly, this is a great, like, um, a great little outlet for my, my emotions and for Uh all the advice I tell myself. Now I'm telling y'all. Yeah. So, um, there's just so much that goes in our big, big heads and, um, this is a good place to let it loose. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, on today's episode, we're basically talking about um, mental health. Mm-hmm. And I guess like the demons we battle and um, the struggles we've went through throughout the years and our, our journey kind of like of trying to help ourselves. Basically, yeah. Did it work? Did it fail? <laughs> I mean, from hearing my other podcasts, I think you guys know that I failed a little bit. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, basically just talk about, like, for our me, journeys with, like, with mental... mental I don't say health. mental illness, but, like, mental health. Mental, mental illness, isn't it, love? <laughs> I think I'm going to name that, that episode. Of this, yeah, the, the, the name of this podcast, today's episode. anyway um yeah do you want to start off i mean i do have mental illness but um (laughs) diagnosed got him i mean you haven't you haven't been diagnosed have you no i mean i can put your symptoms on a quick google search i'm gonna let me you. (laughs) i mean you picked today's topic do you have like a starting point off to to talk about um honestly i was because i was gonna go based off you yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about, like, um, of when I really started thinking or considering my mental health. And I think um, it started for me in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know. I guess maybe I was, yeah, high school, honestly. Well, me particularly, I always grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, I'm black, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and African to be specific. The type of white neighborhood where you'd be one of two black people in the class. Exactly. And I was just constantly made to feel as though, like, I, I don't know, like, I didn't compare to these other Caucasian women. You know what I mean? Oh, little girls. So, like, I guess, like, that kind of, like, affected my, per- my mental health. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I just basically, Growing up, especially in high school. You let school, the whites affect you? Girl, no, I'm embarrassed. You, you let, she let the whites get to her head. <laughs> but, like, when you get to high school, that's when you're, like, most, like, insecure about your personal appearance. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and how you carry yourself. And sometimes that just never ends. <laughs> Girl. But then when, like, exa- you're in high school, you're worried about your personal appearance. You're hella insecure. But imagine, imagine always feeling like you don't compare because you just don't have the skin color you know mm-hmm. what i mean like all the um i feel like a lot of black girls can relate especially black girls that grew up in predominantly white neighborhoods the boys the white white boys always one of the white girls even some of the black boys always one of the white girls and sometimes it's those same black boys that will come for you and your natural hair and your natural black features and it's like god damn my nigga like we look the same <laughs> like <laughs> 
<laughs> but um yeah if you were a girl you'd be the same girl you wouldn't want exactly like i look just like your sister like <laughs> so um exactly like when they speak about like that like do they not realize they're dissing their mothers exactly when you want to come for oh your hair looks snappy we got the same hair if you're calling your mama ugly then what are you calling yourself exactly so like i just think that it started from there um i do remember and and also like I like I said before I'm African and my parents don't really believe in mental illness. Funny mm-hmm. enough though, my mom is a nurse manager at a psych unit. Funny enough, but she just doesn't. They're very religious and they believe that like if you pray hard enough <laughs> and you're a God fearing mm-hmm. individual, you shouldn't have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you come to your parents and you're like, oh, like ma, dad, like I just have a lot of mental struggles i just feel like i'm always insecure i go through depression i have a lot of anxiety they're like yeah well it's because you don't pray mm-hmm. so um when you don't have that support at home you just always feel like you're by yourself so um yeah like i just felt that for the longest and i don't think it was until like after after high school maybe like my i'm not gonna lie it's not until now that i started to really take reins over my mental health I or think, like, but that specifically, like, didn't it, like, after high school where you realized, like, oh, I'm not ugly, you're racist. Right, after you know high school I mean? is really when I figured out that, like, I'm not an ugly bitch. Like, I just grew up in a racist town, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, definitely those fears disappeared, but then obviously, like, I had other... Um, I mean, this is the same struggles. town with the same white kids in school where you'd hear the phrase, oh, you're pretty for a black girl. A black girl, girl yeah. yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard that. Or, like, um, uh, people that go around and touch your hair or maybe, like, they make you feel like you're <laughs> such an alien. Like, you'll come in with a different hairstyle. Like, oh, my... They would stop... They would literally stop the lesson to talk about your hair. Oh, my God, is that your real hair? Can I touch it? You just had... Uh, afro last week now you have braids how do they do that like ma'am shut the fuck up you can google this shit yeah like, we came tr- from like the same like school where like in class if they're talking about like international or ethnic um like stuff in history the whole oh class God. turns around they'll and looks break at you they, they'll break their motherfucking neck just to look at you yeah like there was like a black girl on like discover kids and they were like oh my god that's you <laughs> like <laughs> Relax. I just love that nowadays there's just diversity for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like how this girl's talking about like ancestor trauma and how exactly. <laughs> and how like her ancestors were slaves or whatever. And just be like, that's the kind of media representation that we have. Like yeah. But yeah, anyway, that was oh that was going on a tangent. But Yeah. If continue. we talk about race, I got a yeah. whole <laughs> got a whole plethora of things to report. <laughs> but um but yeah, so yeah, I would say not until now that I really started to take control of my mental health because I just realized that, like, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get relief from like you know, I'm I'm not gonna have somebody at home to talk to, and a therapist is out of the question because my mother doesn't believe in therapists. So I mean, you had your college campus. Why couldn't you use that resource? Honestly, like I just. I don't know. I kind of. I feel like I kind of just had that fear that everybody would look like they would look at me the way my mother looked at me. Like when I, because it's, it's always hard for me to like be open with people. So for me to be open with her and be like, oh, like I just feel like mentally I'm not there, and then her shut me down. I guess I was just afraid that if I was to go to somebody else, it would do the same thing to me. Or she always told me that if you go out, she always shamed me for trying to ask for mental health 
assistance if that makes sense like she'd be like oh if you go outside they actually sign uh check off a list about your mental health always say you're okay or they're gonna put you on meds really in this day and age that's yeah that's you were groomed but that's exactly but that's what she always told us like well you know how when you go to your physical as like a high schooler and then they would give you those like oh are you depressed do you ever lose sleep do you ever da 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 really those are not the questions they asked me they would ask me like are you sexually active no but you know that worksheet they give you like they never gave you that no if i would have been on meds a long time ago But for for me and a lot of other people, they would assess our mental health. And my mom would be sitting right next to me. And she'd be like, put no for everything. If you put yes, they're going to put you on meds. Or they're going to send you to a psych ward. They can't force you, you to put you on meds. Like, first off, there's a difference between mental illness and then, like, needing to go on a psych ward. Like, so like that's a whole that, other spectrum. Who's going to put you on asylum because you said you're depressed? So with that being said, every time I would go... Every time, like, somebody would ask me about my mental health, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm fine. Because I was just so scared that they were just going to put me on meds. And because, again, my mom works in, like, a psych ward or a psych unit, Mm -hmm. I just always believe what she said because I'm like, okay, well, she's seen it all. So, um... But also the part where you're, like, like you were embarrassed to also tell people, like, your mental struggles and stuff like that. That's so crazy. Because I literally tell people, like, strangers on the street. Like, I'm like, yeah, leave me alone, please. Or, like, please don't take my picture. I suffer with severe body dysmorphia and I don't (laughs) want to look at myself. Thank you. No, I guess now I'm a little bit more open. But before, I just was so scared of judgment. Mm -hmm. Because just at the time, everybody I would go to or feel comfortable enough to open up to, which honestly took a lot for me to do that, they would look at me like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like, they would just, it would make me feel like my concerns mean nothing. So I just never wanted to put myself through the same situation. So I would just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, have my silent cries at in my bedroom like a normal person. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, like, what about your struggles with? Oh, uh, with, well, okay. Well, I feel like mine started, I knew that I wasn't a happy child at middle school. Uh, <laughs> there was just something that clicked when it began middle school where I'm just like, I don't like y'all. I don't like the, where I am in life. Like, because middle school, like, it really hit me that, like, school, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life just to get a stupid degree that I don't want. Mm-hmm. And, like, I started not doing my homework. Like, I was the type of kid that would run home and, like, they would do their homework because mommy told them to. And I wasn't allowed to watch TV from Monday through Fridays. Any Wait, weekday. really? Yeah, my mom had that rule. Like, <laughs> actually, not Fridays. Though. Monday through Thursdays, I wasn't allowed to watch any TV. But, like, thank God for, like, phones and everything because mm-hmm. I could just stay in my room. But um, before that, yeah, like, my mom implemented rules like that. And, like, I had to do my homework and on top of my grades and everything and, like, honor roll kid. But then in middle school, I just didn't really... I didn't really give a fuck. I just thought, like, who am I doing this for? Who's really checking on me right now? College boards looking at me in my middle school life? No, thanks. Honestly, you at middle school thinking like that is very mature. Yeah, I mean, I've always been, like, thinking. And, like, thinking a little too much. Like, (laughs) you think that's, like, maturity, but, like... It really, like, ignorance is bliss. I'd rather th- be more ignorant. Right. Because i just be thinking too much. Like, why am I thinking about this? Could you just fucking sit down and chill the fuck out? Honestly. Like, because yeah. I can be doing that too much. Like, I remember, like, I go and talk to you. Like, like, like we had that in the first, pos- first podcast where, like, we had that, like, um breaking off with that one friend. And I'd be thinking, like oh does that person like think that i whispered in your ear does that person think like i'm a bad person and like mm-hmm. i'm the enemy and all this and it's like shut the fuck up 
Why don't you shut the fuck up and just, like, live your life, you know? That's another thing that I struggle with is, like, that overthinking and always thinking that I'm the bad person. Even though, like, sometimes people are just whack and they do me dirty. But I always think, what did I do wrong, you know? Like, um, like, I've had, like, like, this recently, like, I've... I ha- I couldn't go to this friend's birthday party because I was I didn't have a car. Uh, it needed to get fixed, and also like um, what's it called? I was really sick that week. But I told that person like, if you insist on me going, I'll find a way. I'll take an Uber or something. And they told me no, no, it's okay. Like whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Like glad we can do that. Like I'm sorry that I couldn't attend or whatever. Then all of a sudden, our daily conversations became not there. It was quiet. And then I asked... Crickets. crickets. And there was nothing else that I did before that or after that. Like, it was that. Like, that had to be the cause. So I asked, I was just like, "Is that? did I offend you in some way? And they were like, why? And um, I was like, because you're not answering me or leaving me unread. Because I asked them recently, like, oh, how was the party? And they just left me unread. And they didn't, like, speak to me or whatever. And I'm just like, like, why aren't you talking to me? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, what did I do? And I just sit around and think to myself, like, what was I being a bad friend? Mm -hmm. Like, what could I have done differently? Like, but why am I kissing feet? Honestly, why am I doing that? Like, why do I constantly think, like, I'm the bad person? And I just, I hate people looking at me, like, and then you discussing with your friends, like, oh, this person did this to me. And, like, like, they're so bad or whatever. And, like, that just makes me think, like, am I really a bad person? And it's just, like, sometimes you have to think to yourself and be like, why are you so mad that I couldn't attend your birthday party? Why couldn't you cater to my needs? Like, I'm telling you that I couldn't be there. And... So why was that not enough for you? And I also said, like, if you insisted, why um, I could go? And you said no. But now you're mad. This this is what I learned after that. If you cared enough to be mad at me, then you should have cared also. You also cared enough to insist. Like, mm-hmm. why, why were you able to not insist, but you're able to be mad at me? That doesn't right. make any sense. And it just like things like that, yeah. Honestly, the overthinking, I do that a lot. And yeah. honestly, I feel like it, like like you said, when people do me wrong, I think like, okay, but did I do something? Like, what did I do? You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly. But it's sometimes like you just have to realize there's just shitty people in this world. You know what I mean? Like you can't overthink every little thing, or you're just you're gonna st- you're gonna do you're gonna spend more time overthinking than you are gonna spend doing that thing and honestly people be mad at like stupid situations like sometimes it's just not that serious right like why are you acting like this why are you behaving like this why are you making out me out to be the devil when it really isn't that like that big of a deal like i don't understand why people like like why is it so hard for us to have a good friendship but we like because you make us fight all the time like why is that so hard like that's what i don't get and that's what makes me overthink like like sometimes i outweigh the good out of the bad even though the bad can be so detrimental for my health and my mental health and, like, how I feel, I just think, oh, but we had good times. We can be friends forever. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes what's good for you isn't really the best. Yeah. Like, if there's, to- like, really toxic situations, like, you have to let it go. Mm-hmm. I just, sometimes I think back and I, like, do you ever think why you, like, you develop these issues? Mm-hmm. I blame I my th- parents. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because I started out being a very shy kid when I was younger. And um, if, well, I don't think many know, but I spent the first, 
like five six years of my life in africa and um basically the custom over there is like kids are supposed to be seen and not heard um so they really didn't allow kids to have a personality of their own like you know what i mean if you they will basically they would associate that with you being like stubborn or you know just not being a good kid and then you would in return get beaten for you know what i mean not following a set of rules mm-hmm. so for that reason i was just always like shy and quiet because honestly in africa anybody can beat your child so you can't go out in the street acting a fool you know what i mean because somebody will see you and beat your ass so like for that reason like i was just always quiet because i never wanted to get in trouble and then when i came here into america i just developed that trait where i kind of didn't have a personality of my own i was just always quiet and, and insecure and i kind of wanted to mirror somebody else's behaviors and sometimes i catch myself still doing that and it's honestly embarrassing. Like, wait, so you like mirror other people's behaviors? Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it if nobody else is doing it. Oh, I think I've but, noticed that. But it's like, bitch, huh? You know me. Uh, <laughs> I've definitely noticed that. But it's like you, where you probably think it's weird to do something that's out of the box because you don't see other people doing it. Right, that. exactly. But I also peep that. A lot. I've noticed it. Girl, shut up. You don't know me. Think <laughs> therapist is on. So basically, it's like, um. But that shouldn't be, like, I'm grown. I'm old as mm. fuck. Like, why do I still have that inner child in me where I'm, like, scared of doing my own thing? Where in secret, like, when I'm by myself, I have a bomb-ass personality within myself. But yeah. sometimes I don't let that that personality shine. And it hurts me, you know what I mean? Because I feel like I'm a bomb-ass person when I'm by myself. Like, why can't I just show that to the world? Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I, mean, I swear, like, when I'm by myself, I don't have any insecurities. Like, I'm just happily me. But then when I exit and enter this world, for some reason, like, I start looking at others and looking at myself and comparing. And it's like, why do I do that? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I peeped out. My grandma raised me for a majority of my life. And she's the same way. She compares a lot to the point where, like, she feels like she's not good enough. Like, if you're, like, she always feels like she looks crazy. She has a smile in pictures because she thinks that you think her smile is nasty. She, mm-hmm. like, she always keeps, like you know stuff in her bag to like always freshen up and it's like sis you can't even go out in public and be yourself because you're always comparing and honestly that was like my parent growing up so i think i ended up mirroring her uh, behaviors but i'm just lucky that i'm not her to the t because the way she lives her life honestly it sucks i mean i didn't even know it was to the extent of physical like i thought you were talking about more like i'm not gonna do this activity or like dance right now or something like because no one else is dancing yeah but that's what i mean but my grandma is not like that she's worse like she's worse with that she thinks like she wouldn't even she doesn't want to look the way she doesn't want to go outside looking the way other people aren't looking I mean, I understand that to the extent, and I'm about to, like, talk about my biggest struggle, which is just, like, literally, like, I have been diagnosed, and I have went to a therapist, and he told me, like, I, OCD, driving anxiety, and, like, body dysmorphia. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what I suffer with, and, um, it's sad, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, like, and it's just, like, it's sad because, like, my whole, like, mental health journey and, like, me actually taking the steps to go to therapy didn't really last long because, again, with me being an overthinker and I psychoanalyze everyone I meet in myself and I'm constantly doing timelines in my brain going, like, okay, so this is when my mental health depleted. This is, um, the steps that I can take to, to work on myself. And then, like, th- like that's what I think of. But like, the, there's no specific cure. Like, mm-hmm. and like, I'm yeah, I'm gonna talk about that. But like, 
but yeah, so I went to a therapist and I basically talked to my problems and he also had a psychiatrist and he did put me on meds right away. <laughs> the meds had a long list of saying side effects. Um, you could be more suicidal. It could do this, that, and that, and that. The fact that I even convinced my mom that I like to put me on this meds was really hard. Like I was arguing for like a whole week because I just, I couldn't stand where I was mentally that to the point, like I just couldn't help myself. So I thought meds would help me. And even though the therapist literally told me, like, these meds, it's not going to, like, make you happy all of a sudden. It's basically as if, like, it's helping you dig a hole mm -hmm. where you see, like, the light at the end of the tunnel, basically. Mm -hmm. and, and they also told me, like, it's not even going to work right away. It's going to, like, yeah. take a month or whatever. What's the point? <laughs> What's He's the like, point? Give me drugs. Exactly. Happy pills. If it's not a zany, I don't want it. <laughs> But yeah, so basically I looked at the med bottles and I threw it out and I canceled my next appointment. But <laughs> but and I'm still struggling. I will say I'm happier now than I've ever been. And I think that is I'll tell you after this. But basically, <laughs> I've taken steps into into doing that. But yeah. um, I, I would hope you'd guess why. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I don't. But go ahead. No? <laughs> Okay, but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I've, I've, like, struggled with my, um, appearance, like, which is so, oh, starting okay. from high school, <laughs> start, <laughs> starting from high school, like, I just don't know, it, it started with acne, I, and I still struggle, like, my biggest insecurity still is my acne and, like, my skin, and I just don't know why, like, when I see it, I just feel dirty, and I feel disgusting, and to the point where, like, and it's so sad because you try everything and then you feel defeated. I remember oh, when I was in hug. high school. No. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, I literally searched up. I was like, I'm going to have this forever. I'm going to be this ugly gremlin. So I searched up, like, do people have acne fetish? Because <laughs> that's, that's where I thought I'd end up. I was like, people like toes. Maybe there's going to be someone who has, like, a fetish for acne, you know? Who's gonna awesome. Who's gonna want me for the little pusses on my face? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it started to like also not liking my acne. So I started also like not liking other features features about me. Mm -hmm. And then I just wouldn't be able to take pictures. I wouldn't oh be. God, yeah. I wouldn't be able. I didn't like the way I was standing in this photo. I don't like how my nose looked this big. I don't like how I looked this sweaty. To the point where I, I didn't take, I didn't want people to see me. I didn't want to take photos. And I still don't. I literally, I don't have an Instagram. And I tell people, some people be like, oh, what's your Instagram? I don't have one. Oh, why not? <laughs> then I hate them with like, this sad story. Where I'm just like, <laughs> I don't feel confident enough behind the camera. Um, I don't want to. And there's like, listen, you're listening to a podcast right now. And I'm the one who kind of told Irene, like, let's start a podcast. And there's a reason you don't see our faces. And it's honestly because I don't feel comfortable enough being behind yeah. the camera, having to look at myself like that. And it's just a sad truth. Yeah. And it also like in high school, as you said, like, I feel like I wasn't getting the attention that like other kids were getting. I feel like you know, all these kids were messing around with each other. Oh, I like you. I like you. And like that, whatever. And I just feel like you just feel like you're left out in that whole thing. You mm, know what I mean? Yeah. In a certain point of your life where you want to feel wanted. Right. And it's just like, and also like with TikTok and everything, like you really see how like 
being attractive like what like what does that give you you know what i mean mm-hmm. it gives you so much so many opportunities like there's literally like these famous kids now on tiktok getting millions of followers and viewers and the only reason is because they do a little dance and show their face and people people like that people find right. them attractive and they give them that validation and that's what really stuck with me where just like like i gave myself that like negative thing where it's just like oh if you're attractive you can have the world and if you're not you just have to work like seven times harder right and it's also sad it's sad that like not wanting to be seen and having not wanting to be behind camera and everything has stopped me from like a lot of opportunities and stopped me from being happy and things like that's that. what really sucks when it takes away your joy when yeah when it takes away your joy i had like a mental breakdown on my first job once um i was getting ready and i was really feeling like not i just i hated the way i looked that day and i i i just wasn't in a good mental space and i remember i was like looking at my face like you know how like sometimes like when you were younger like you really picked at it and it would look bad and like you just look crazy like you look like a dog ate your face off because like you were trying to pop all these pimples and I was just so mad, like, oh my god, like, I have so many, I can't have anyone looking at me like this, it's just embarrassing, where I called out, like, five minutes before I went to my shift. Wow. Like, it was really that bad, and... You know what's crazy? Um, I'll let you finish, but... No, 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 I, that's basically it, but, but like... But, um, you talked about your therapist, like, journey, I remember when I was in high school, I, as well, one day had a really bad, um, I had, like, a mental breakdown, and I guess, like, um, I'm not known, in my house, I'm not known to, like break down break down like i'm always like the tough one the strong one you know what i mean but one night i was just like overthinking a lot and i had a mental breakdown and i called my mom and she was at work because she used to work nights Mm -hmm. and i was crying on the phone like hyperventilating and i was like oh like i just can't do it like i just have so many things in my like in my head that that, i like sobbing on the phone and i was like i just want to go talk to somebody like i just want to go see a therapist and i would say maybe i was like in my uh junior year senior year of high school, something like that. And I was like, I was crying on the phone and I was like, I just want to go see a therapist. Da, da, da. And my mother was like, I don't support that. Like I, if you go see a therapist, do it on your own. I'm not going to support that. Yeah. See, why don't you even say anything? I and feel like I, you set yourself up. I'm sorry. You set yourself no, up. No, because at that time, bitch, fuck you. I didn't set myself up. I'm just saying like at that time though, we, I hadn't brought up a therapist to her before. Mm-hmm. this is my first time bringing up to her that and again nobody has seen me in that state before but you can't guess what she's gonna say no because she works in a psych ward oh, she like I guess. she so she's seen she's seen this before and again nobody has ever in my house at the time they're probably nobody has ever huh? they're probably th- they're probably abusive as fuck they probably think like therapists like they're gonna chain you up on a chair and like but like what i'm saying is that nobody at the house at the time nobody at my house has seen me in that state before yeah, yeah like crying nobody has they don't see me cry at home mm-hmm. so like all they see is like oh irene's just in her room all the time every once in a while i'd be like oh i'm stressed but like when i called her and was crying having a mental breakdown that was the first time she's ever seen me like that so instead of her being like oh my god like because to the rest of my siblings especially like um my one of my older siblings she's very like she allows them to have like mental health days from school and stuff so like i just thought that like if i was coming to her in such like a fucked up state she'd be like oh my god like my daughter needs help but instead she was like i don't support that like i like she's you see me in distress and you're like yeah but i don't support you having a therapist you're gonna have to do it on your own and i have to say like that shit threw me for a loop like it broke Mm -hmm. me and come and funny enough though like a couple years later my older brother was 
as well, like going through a lot of like mental things because his life was kind of like up in up in arms. And she's like, "Oh, I just want him to talk to a therapist. Like, I just want him to like have somebody to talk to." Really? And I looked at her crazy, like, "Wow!" When I brought up the time, I was like, "Remember when I was having a mental breakdown? I called you, and you told me you didn't support that, but now you want to get him help." And she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry about that." Mm-hmm. But it, that was all I got. I so, would <laughs> say no. It really does but, suck. I thought about this like over the summer as well. To the point, like, I basically my relationship with everyone in my household is, I'll be in my room if you really, if you really, really need to tell me something important. I guess you can knock on the door. That's kind of where I am. So like, cause they really. They be your biggest abusers, your biggest bullies, like stopping you and everything. And it's just like, I go through these problems myself. But then in this, like, when you keep arguing with me all the time about little stuff, it's like, I'm already like, I I already have like mountains to climb and like hills to jump over. And like, you're also not making it easier for me to focus on my own problems because now I have to deal with you. Yeah, so honestly, um, ever since then, I just never... I was like, you know what? I'm just never going to allow anybody to see me like that. And um, I don't know. I but just... honestly, that ended up changing when I met... When I when I ended up dating this guy uh, the summer before I went to school. And honestly, like me and him became like very transparent. And he actually saw me, you know, as my yeah. true self. But that's a different story on its own. But I'm just saying, um, honestly, with me, when I was in high school, I would say... Since forever, my biggest insecurity, I no, my biggest insecurity was definitely my weight. Um, acne, I mean, I had a lot of acne, more acne than you, I think, but mm. I, I never second guessed my some um, people really don't care, and yeah, I, don't I, didn't, know why. I didn't give a fuck. I <laughs> really don't know why because sometimes I'd be seeing like I'm no hater or anything, but like sometimes I'd be looking at people and be like, oh my god, if I were you, like, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. Like, it's a, I'm sorry, no, but, no, no, like no, no, that. but remember that one girl because I would go straight to the doctor. Yeah, I mean, and people don't even do that. People be like, "Yeah, I'm trying my like 17th Neutrogena wash from Walmart." <laughs> Bitch, you need a dermatologist. But yeah, um, I just honestly, I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and um, and all props to you, honestly. Thank you, but I have to say, my I had other insecurities. Obviously, like I just always didn't like like I would look in the mirror and I would think like my face wasn't attractive. But again, it's because I grew up in predominantly white towns that just wasn't the standard of beauty at you know but you also said that your insecurities came from the kids in your school and like predominantly white did yours ever come from your parents as well because they love talking about weight with weight yes uh since i was i was always like a chunkier kid growing up Mm -hmm. and yeah like africans don't hesitate to tell you about yourself like they would be like oh you're fat oh like you're you need to lose weight you need to eat right da 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 like and it's not even all the people in my house it's strangers, people I don't know, and they'll just feel the need to like comment on your weight. And I just never thought that was appropriate, but you know. Mm. I mean, I've noticed it from both. I'll tell you now, like, they tell that to anyone. It really yeah. does. It's not you or whatever. I was a super skinny kid in high school, like, and I would still say, like, yeah, I'm like pretty thin as well as like other people are. And, and my, my mom did not cease to tell me something like when I was in in high school or whatever to the point where it's just like i'm not comfortable with you seeing my body yeah and i'm not i i've also find it weird that you are talking to my about me this way like you're my parent and you're not even supposed to be thinking about this stuff mm-hmm. like why why do you care so much yeah, like why but- why do i have to seek your validation it's weird it's just like my mom wants to see me eating a cheeseburger and be like that's why you look like that why <laughs> why am i 110 pounds like yeah but why i'm malnourished like yeah but back to what i was saying um <laughs> um so yeah um at the time 
honestly like yeah my all my life honestly my biggest insecurity was my weight when i was um when obviously as you're growing obviously your body matures and stuff like that i was always i would always look back like a year or two back and i'm like oh i wish i looked like that <laughs> or like you know what i mean which or like is so crazy because at the point that at the point, point you hated I thought yourself I, exactly yeah. at that point i hated my body when i was in high school i just always felt like just like unattractive like i hated my body like i thought i was big i was too big i didn't da, da, da. and then when i left when i graduated high school i looked like i looked back and i was like bitch i'm cute honestly when i graduated high school that was when i started to feel like like my body mm. um I, like, got into this new relationship. Obviously, my man was validating me. And I was like, oh, I'm cute as fuck. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, then I started to be like, you know what? I am beautiful. Like, and you know when you in a relationship, like, obviously, like, you gain that relationship weight because all y'all doing is eating and going on dates. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, even as I would look back and be like, oh, I was, I was mad cute in high school, but I'm cute now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then, um, whatever, I go to college, whatever. Uh, freshman year, I hit this deep ass depression. Um, I ended up like gaining. I ended up gaining more weight than I was. Plus, the, like the relationship weight as well. And then I was also like, I was on birth control. So like, mm. I just a lot of factors, bitch. <laughs> so basically, I ended up gaining weight. And obviously, when you come home, that's all they want to say about you. Like they're like, oh wow, you you gain weight. Like aunties and things. They I'll just want to talk violating. about. I'd start violating. Violating the fuck out of me. So, like, basically, it took a toll on my mental health as well. Because I was like, damn, I just started to love my body. Then my body completely changes. And now it's like, I'm hearing all these people, like, criticizing me and all that shit. You know what I mean? So, um, it, like I said before, like, it affected my mental health. And honestly, um, it took me a while to kind of get out of that. Now that I'm at it, like, now that I'm here, I believe, like, I talked to you about this. This happened, like, during quarantine. I was, like, mentally, like, I was really, like, damn, like... I mean, did your parents, like, whatever they say, like, your relatives, like, really affect you? Or it's just, like... Because I feel like when I'm in a situation that like that, it's, like, whatever you say, like, you're you're not even, like, close to where I am. Like, I think I'm, like, more popping than, like, yeah, the people that honestly, come at me. It's just, it like, was, we don't want to hear it anymore. But it was... I was hearing it so often. At first, it, I didn't I give a fuck. But I was hearing it so often. It started to take a toll on me. And then I also felt unattractive to the man I was with. Even though... And then he had to always constantly validate me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that takes the stress in the relationship as well. It's like, damn, bitch, why aren't you confident on your own? <laughs> But it's like, I I was, he had to yeah. like always validate that I was beautiful, you know what I mean? And it's, you know what I mean? And a bitch was depressed and all that shit, whatever the fuck. So basically, um, a couple months ago, uh, during quarantine, obviously everybody gained like quarantine weight, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I was, bitch, my, I tell you, my mental health was in the toilet, like, sewage. Mm-hmm. So basically, um. It was with the rats. Exactly. I was going through it. And I was, like, working out, but then my weight kind of fluctuates because, like, I'll work out, then I'll plateau, and it's like, now what the fuck do I do? And then I try to change it up, and it's like... And then with schoolwork, it's hard for you to, like, keep in, like, a good uh, diet regimen as well as, like, working out and keeping up with your schoolwork. Plus, you don't sleep properly when you're you're in school because, you know, you have to stay up and pull all-nighters all the fucking time. So, um... Yeah, it was just hard for me to kind of get a regimen going. And then one day, I really sat there, and I was like, damn. I'm tired. Like, I'm tired of feeling like this. Like, I'm tired mm-hmm. of feeling like I'm not good enough. Like, I'm tired of just um, just going through it. I'm I'm not going to do it anymore. 
I'm not gonna allow myself to put myself through this. Yeah. And I just thought about it, I was like, bro, I have so many other good qualities. Like, why am I stressing about my stomach? Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, huh? Fucking think about like think about something else. Like, life is more important than your stomach. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So then eventually, I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to stress myself about this anymore. And also, like, after, like, that, you think to yourself, like, why am I why am I so, like, vapid and vain? You know what I mean? Like, why is it that I'm over here going to school, I'm getting myself an education, I'm smart, but the things I'm worried about is, like, my appearance? Exactly. I'm that's, about- what, that's what's validating me? Like, and I'm it's wor- just so sad. Exactly. Like, honestly, I felt like because I had... Because I had a stomach, I wasn't worthy enough. Like, I thought that. I was like, bitch, you're really a dumb bitch. Like, you really over here crying over stomach fat. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't get the fuck up out of here, like, eventually, I was like, I'm not going to spend my time and plenty, like, a plethora of hours crying about this. Like, either you're going to love yourself, you know what I mean? Or you're going to shut the fuck up. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) being in that deep depression is, like, so dangerous because... I think I I had a situation like that as well, where it's just like, I was trying to change something and wasn't changing, where I was working out a lot, and it's just like, I I think I took like a bad picture, because like, I'd be seeing myself in the mirror and be like, ooh, you know, like, Mm -hmm. ooh. And then I'd like take a bad picture and be like, wait, this is not what I've been seeing, like, am I being bamboozled, like, and then I get like really sad, because it's just like, I put in so much hard work, and it's just like, I'm not... I'm, I don't look the way I imagine myself. And then I I thought in that moment, I was like, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up. I'm I'm not going to wash my face no more. I don't care about acne. I'm going to eat whatever I want. If I'm going to be ugly, then I'm going to be fucking ugly. Like, I literally yeah. thought myself like that. And it's just so sick. Because it's like, really, bitch, you're giving up? <laughs> like, that's what you're going to do? Like, I was going to pull a Robert Kardashian. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know how he was, like, thin and everything, like, mm-hmm. he took care of himself, and now who really looks like him, and, like, mm-hmm. he gained a lot of weight and got abused by Black China, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just, like, it's really thick, sick, because I'm just, like, if I'm not going to be the person, if I can't attain the goals that I want to attain, then I'm just going to plateau and go into a deep, deep depression. Mm-hmm. With, it's so, It's so sick, and especially, like, the expectations that you want, it's not even, like, achievable or, like, it's mm-hmm. it's not even it's not even healthy. Yeah, because the way I was thinking, like, I really wanted to be built like an ant. <laughs> like, you know how, like, you see these Instagram girls and they got their BBLs and it's like they have the biggest titties, the biggest ass, the biggest thighs, but a flat-ass stomach and a thin-ass waist? And they swear it's a treadmill. They Bitch, swear, it's like you're not going to achieve... They got it on a treadmill. Like, you're, you're not going to achieve that naturally. Like, I was really trying to think about, like, damn, should I remove a rib or something? Like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but then I really thought about it. And you know what's crazy? I remember... Uh, one of my good friends, ex-boyfriend good friends now, and shout out to you, baby. But he used to tell me, like, you're, like, he was like, you Does have to listen? love. Hmm? Does he listen? I don't know. Yeah. But he was like, you have to love yourself regardless. Like, you have to look at yourself and be like, if whether I'm 300 pounds or 120 pounds, I'm still a bad bitch. You know what I mean? And I was like, bro, you're fucking right. That's so crazy. Because it's like, you have to, he was like, you have to lose weight for yourself. If you want to lose it, lose it for yourself to lose it because people are bullying you or because, you know what I mean? That shit never works for me. I don't know how that, yeah. Because honestly, like, you're not going to lose weight overnight. You have to be able to love yourself and love your body and be like, okay, like, I'm just going to eat right because I love my body. 
Because if you really do it because you're getting bullied, you're going to try to find the fastest result, like, the fastest way to get there. And most of the time, that's unhealthy. You know what I mean? Like, starving yourself, and I'm only going to eat a cotton ball. Like, bitch, huh? Like, eat a fucking healthy meal. Keep keep up with a regimen. Love your body, and take the time to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so crazy how one bad comment can, like, spiral you into <laughs> wanting to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just so sad. Oof but um but yeah honestly when it comes to mental health i think it's very important that we take that into consideration and get the people out who's who's literally like attributing to your mental health honestly yeah honestly if anything is is a cause of the uh delete them yeah Old cause contr- of a downfall yeah. of your mental health control all delete because <laughs> when i told you before like my parents are like i think they're to blame for a lot of my mental health recently i like realized this because i swear to you they are the reason i have driving society like they're the reason while i'm driving i shake in my chair you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like and like you think like driving anxiety like oh like you're being extra cautious or whatever and like that's just making you a safer driver no the anxiety is so bad that it distracts me while i'm driving that it doesn't even let me focus mm-hmm. it's like performance anxiety you know what i mean like like you think to yourself like the performance is gonna be bad or like before a test like oh i have to do good i have to do good i have to do good then instead of focusing on the answers of the test or what you have to do right you're focusing on the results Mm-hmm. And then you actually end up doing bad. But mm-hmm. that's basically my driving anxiety. And I blame them because they, I am blessed and um, I am thankful. Like they did get me a car when I, b- before I even turned 16, which was like a shock to me. And they were like, yeah, for you to get when you get your permit and when you practice driving. But all of a sudden, when it was time for me to drive, no one wants to practice driving with me. <laughs> they already pinned me out as a bad driver before I even took my first, my first mile. And that got into my head and made me feel like, are they worried for a reason? Like, Mm -hmm. and then when I actually like be able to like put them into my car and have them like come in, come in, like drive with me, it would, they would put like seven seat belts all at one time (laughs) and then hold the handlebar and just like, I have, we haven't even left my driveway yet. (laughs) So let me not forget my helmet. Yeah. And. They would, we would be like practicing by going around the house and just like, why are you acting like this? Like, can, you have to teach me. And I, they would be like, oh, like we're going to pay someone to help you drive or whatever. But I don't feel comfortable with anyone else. I want you to drive next to me. Right. It's just so ridiculous. And they kept holding back before I drive and everything to the point where I was scared of driving. I thought to myself, if they're scared, then I have to be scared as well. Like, like if you're so worried about me, driving then i should be too Mm -hmm. and i just started getting more and more scared i i lost confidence in the way that i drove and i feel like it's sad to say but i feel like they did something to me in my childhood which also makes me feel like i can't love myself oh my god (laughs) depressing (laughs) (laughs) really really hitting home for you huh but anyway please seek help Please yeah, seek honestly, help if you have. Don't be scared don't to be scared. Um, admit that maybe your mental health isn't at its best, and it's okay mm-hmm. to do your seek own research and yeah, yeah, seek help and do your own research as well. Because not only not everyone can afford therapy, or people be blocking them to do therapy as well. Mm-hmm. And it's totally okay for you to, because no one knows you more than you do. Mm-hmm. So if you really feel like you're struggling, do your research. 
um, find out things to like treat you and YouTube videos to help you go through that. Cause I mean, that's what I did. Yeah. I, I'd be watching videos and like, yeah. And yeah. trying to figure out myself and trying to cope with myself. Yeah. And honestly, like when you see people that are struggling with this, because this is why I also like to talk about this topic and why I'm honest with people, because it's just like, you might see me as this confident person because I mean, a lot of people do. A lot of people have told me before, like, oh, I would never think that you're struggling with something like this. Well, like, I'm here to tell you I do. <laughs> and it's just like, and I believe a lot of people are do are also and they're just fronting. Yeah. And that's why when you have open dialogue and are able to admit that you have problems, other people can too. And then just it looks like it's normalized, you know, mm -hmm. you don't feel like it's weird or stigmatized. And yeah, basically. Yeah, that so yeah that's, that's how we're gonna. That's how we'll end it. And I guess we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Yeah, bye.